0: All right,
1: here we go. After party number fifty-four. Five.
2: Fifty-five. I got fifty-four Five. down. Really? It's a fifty-five? No, it's fifty-four. What? Fifty-four.
0: <laughs>
2: wow.
0: Well, well, my well, uh, we, we Just
2: we just praised Emily for being so efficient off mic, but goodness. Mm. I'm yeah. so
3: efficient. I'm one ahead.
2: Soon as the soon as the, t- <laughs> <as> the tape <laughs> starts rolling, everything goes out the window. <laughs>
1: All right, we're going to talk about sessions 165, a blank space, 166 while we wait, 167 out of desperation, Whew, i got to take a breath here, there's a lot of them, 168 into the mountains, 169 made for this, and 170
3: horkish. So we found the gauntlets. We found the chest plate. We got Clash. Agree to give them to Samuel. Bing, bam, boom. Let's go. Good night. Easy. Yeah, we
1: we could have had this crap done in thirty episodes <laughs> check, over. check,
3: Check, check. <laughs> <laughs> we took Bakla back to the theater and t- showed yeah. Jolby. He uses a kitar. Crushes spirits twice. Told him he was the only Darkling alive except for Jolby, who plays a kitar.
4: We don't know that for sure. There's other darklings alive, they're just so brainwashed, so it's like will they survive or not? You know?
2: I'm sure we'll rescue them. Well all they they are a fragile being.
4: They need are, okay, are darklings um heterosexual? Like how do they can Jolvi and, and Bakla reproduce?
5: <laughs> I think I'm you're using the wrong a... word there.
4: Oh what's the what's the word? <laughs>
5: <laughs> they
1: just
4: Is uh, there hope subdivide. for the species?
3: <laughs> I'm sure the Neogi are looking after the the Darklings in their care and taking the utmost care of them and seeing to all their needs. Everything will be fine.
2: Yeah, the Darklings just bud. That's how they reproduce.
3: They bud? Okay, they have spores?
0: Okay. Perfect.
2: That's why there's always a Jolvie. It's actually the same Jolvie. It's just a budding of Jolvie.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but who pollinates them?
4: He's fermented.
2: Well, some questions you don't want the answer to. Yeah. Oh boy.
4: <laughs> Music pollinates him. Okay.
2: Alright. I'm gonna write the Aspara lore. What if we have a <laughs> what if there's a cross pollination of Darkling and now the Nyogis Ooh. We have that that a, would uh, that would be gross. A neogi. Although
3: maybe would that mean they could go out in the sunlight? Like the Orkai?
2: Would they be like the basically the blade of uh, a dark uh neogling? The daywalk they could Ooh, be I daywalkers. Like that. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, moving ahead with our new formatted, newly formatted after parties. Uh, I know Emily has taken extensive notes. Uh, she worked very hard uh, re listening to the episodes.
4: Thank has, you so much.
2: has basically six Samuel Coltis sized journals full of notes from these last <laughs> episodes. Yes. Mm. <laughs> uh,
4: now be sure to read the invisible important.
3: ink. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I will get the anti magic device. <laughs> yes, yes. Anti magic fields.
3: We got a lot of information in these last six.
2: Yeah, yeah.
5: Is there an additional book that's a little bit uh, more risque uh, along with the notes? Just I like Samuel Head?
2: <laughs> Samuel had a risque book. <laughs> I'm not sharing book. that Actually, one. Actually, Shaft Shaft gave that away to a random kid on the street.
4: Wait, 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 wait. There's a risque oh, yeah, book yeah. that I didn't get to <laughs> know about?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is. Yeah. yeah <laughs> The Pala Boys, that's right. The Pala
4: Boys. (laughs) Oh, the Pala Boys. We have heard of this.
1: Yeah, you guys didn't hear that, but I did give it to a kid on the street.
4: Yeah. (laughs) I forget when that was or what was happening. (laughs) What was the most worn page? Like, where was it folded open to the most most often? When you
2: finally met with Samuel and you gave him the cipher in the books and he asked, was there anything else? What do you think he was actually talking about? <laughs> he talking about the Pallet Boys. I was tight-lipped. I couldn't let that
4: slip. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Pallet Boys said. Don't let it slip. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like like I said, we got a lot of information here. Really my biggest takeaway from these six episodes was that Mia was tired.
0: <laughs> I was so exhausted.
2: I think it was mentioned once or like, twice. I, I, I binge all six of these today at work and honestly listened to all six of them back to back to back to back to back. Oh boy, was I getting tired of Mia's shit.
4: <laughs> Aren't you glad you're not married to me? Oh my goodness. <laughs>
5: Well, I mean, he's talking about Mia. Come on. I
4: know. But I. Am I? (laughs) I think I was just trying to convey, which I obviously did well,
3: that I had like zero resources left. Yes, we picked up on that.
2: Yeah. I mean, this was another uh, classic. Encouragement Party uh, stretched a single day into about 12 episodes because the last yes. batch of six was the same day. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh,
4: there, was a lot of, oh, there was a lot of fights, right? Pretty sure the flying boat fight, the tunnel fight, like all this was all in one long Yeah, race. this
2: was all this same day that you've now been given the instructions. from. When Mia got to or, the front
4: lines and like balls to the walls was like, don't hold back, she did that the first fight. And then the second fight was like, oh, well, I mean... Got to keep giving what I got. And then third fight, I mean, I had nothing.
2: Yeah, Mia. Uh, Mia's a bit of a sprinter. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in the endurance race. Although, I mean, I, we didn't have the hour or take the hour to do the hero's Feast again. We'll see if that bites us in
2: the butt. That's true. Because yeah, that was a lot we'll of see. points.
4: But we heard clamoring. Which, how far could they have moved in an hour? We might not have run into Clash and Hork. So, I don't know. Worth it?
3: Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. I think yeah, so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, we've made it this far without the hero's feast, right? Except for once when we really, really needed it. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, and I hated to to unattune to the weapon or not weapon, the amulet of legendary actions, but
3: which will probably come to nothing. We probably won't use those cubes at all. You took notes. Where, where did we start?
4: Where did a uh, one sixty five start? I'm trying. But to you remember. crushing
3: bakla. Telling him he was the last Darkling alive. Okay, yeah. But we did keep our word and go back
4: for him. And yeah, him.
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you, you did right by Baklava. I think I think he's as happy as he can be in this in the situation. Right.
4: <laughs> I feel like in the moment in those tunnels, Shakar and Shaft almost convinced me to just forget him. And who knows? But I was trying to be good, and I did good things. Falzern and I did it. We got him.
1: Yeah. Shaft ultimately came to the same conclusion that. If you guys went and did your thing, I could use that to do what I needed to do. So bakla, baklava did
2: come in handy.
4: Right. I can't just like resurrect <laughs> like people dessert. on the boat like you're needed. You're the one every one person matters and then just like ignore Baklava.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. So uh the 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 Bakla exchange and, and basically what Bakla served as was just like to eat up more time, right, as you were
3: yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> to get it us worked. to go back to Dracol so that Shaft could do his shaft. No, so we couldn't
4: and... <laughs> well, catch the I giants. Didn't,
2: I, I didn't know you were gonna use him as that excuse, but that kind of uh harkens to a question I have for, for for all of you that I was gonna say to the end, but now we're kind of into it. What, if anything, does the do you all think that the party could have done to Better the situation that the paladins find themselves in, or or do you think that there was some some actions that, or maybe a course of actions, that could have went differently for you know that maybe could have avoided the actual ne- the necessity of powering up the tower, uh, in general right or just all altogether. Um, I mean I, there were there were a few things that could have maybe went better for for you and the paladins in, in, during the camp, and again this was kind of like during those boat fights and last. You know the losing of the supplies, but uh, obviously, I think Shikar had said it in one of the episodes. He's turning on the tower because you have his bloody cipher, is what she screamed at Shaft, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I mean is is entirely true in part. Uh, in addition to Lad Samuel was trying to convey, it's kind of dire straits. Uh, you know, like the the. I think there is a bit of a an underestimation that's that's gone on right i think that the uh, i think the Niogi have been constantly underestimated throughout this this campaign perhaps not necessarily uh you know not like directly or, or or but i just mean in general like they're just kind of like this looming shadow right and you don't really know how big the thing casting the shadow is until you're right up to it
3: right yeah they amassed way more people in their army than we thought they are very many more oh yeah than we ever thought possible
2: right think of it like uh like a a rolling stone right a boulder that you're pushing it starts off really slow and then just gains momentum and then it's just like it just pays dividends as their numbers swell which allows them to acquire more more quickly uh kind of thing right even just how quickly that the naoki themselves would be able to reproduce Um, And have thralls for the 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 hatchling yogis, right? As they quickly mature. I mean, you've you've all had plenty of uh, had uh, you've all dealt with plenty of hatchlings, right? You know, and you've seen their life cycles essentially, and have done your part in trying to stop just their reproduction as well. But that's just one small part of it.
4: You did a good job of initially introducing us to niyogi mia's whole story story starts on niyogi focuses on niyogi but then like we got super caught up in other things
3: so a little kraken and you know downfall Heracleon. And...
4: again important to take care of like couldn't be ignored but those things lent the opportunity for the neogis to like build and things to happen in the world yeah it's like we couldn't then travel and warn towns and cities or like see what the situation was and yeah i mean hindsight's twenty twenty. 20 mia would never let that neogi live a second time around if she had the the insight now
3: but i think even if we had not focused on the kraken and we had not been on Heraklion for five years then the, i don't think we could have stopped the Niogi, even when we no. like when we first started the campaign if we had gone into the mountains we would have been wiped out we were no match for even the few neogi that were there then
4: no i just wonder if we could have made an impact with the cities where they were like trading and trafficking them and like the breeding of them or like i don't know preparing the towns a bit like, if Mia could do it all over again, she'd kill that Neogi, drag its carcass to Barrack, and be like, don't trust these guys, this is what they look like. Warn everyone you know, like, all this stuff. Where instead, she was like, we have a deal, I trust them. <laughs> like,
3: but then also, like, towns like Alton it's all farmers. So what really could they have done?
5: Yeah, that's the thing, is like, I'm not sure how a lot Listen, of these towns <laughs> would defend themselves against these <laughs> psychic, the psychic abilities of the Neogi. I don't know. Like, obviously, the, the the circlets that the paladins have access to are great, but, like, th- those people wouldn't have that, right?
3: And even the circlets aren't a, a guarantee.
2: No. I mean, that's an interesting point. And I think that's something we're going to be constantly reflecting on right up until the end of the campaign, which is, as has been made clear by uh, one of Britt's questions, uh, drawing ever closer, right? As, as Feels each- like it. Each episode ticks by, yeah. But uh, everything you did in Heraklion and and dealing with with the Kraken and and the Coven, I mean, you can see. I think you can clearly see now how still it's all it's it's still connected to the struggle with the Neogi. Maybe by by a, a couple different extensions, but the dealings with the Coven and obviously connected to the Paladins. So you know. Everything is 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 like six degrees of separation, right? Everything is pretty close, so it's not even like you were you were off dealing with something entirely completely separate. Because if you had focused your efforts, I think we talked about this off mic after one of our last plays. Just imagine if how thing how different things would be if the party had focused fire on the tower job immediately, and say you got your hands on one or both eyes of Dendar, uh, or. Or the, or the amulet. If you had gotten the amulet from Prince Charmington back in, like, session, like, 14, barm mm-hmm. jams, right? In the back of that Neogi wagon as you fought your way out. Imagine if you had had that, this piece of the armor of Kalash. Or we now see that Kalash has had the chestplate this entire time, which we saw mm-hmm. for right. the first time in uh, a Gozer flashback in session 23. And then again, meeting him in session forty—I think it was forty-two and forty-three—it was a two-parter with Adelaide Gardner as guest. That he had it, like you just you've been so close to so many of these pieces so many times. Things could have been just absolutely drastically different. You could be a, a straight-up enemy of the Paladins right now had you had these items right in your possession. I don't know who the party would have turned to in that case. Would you be more aligned with Isabella and the Coven right now? possibly
3: i mean why would we be enemies of the paladins though if they saw that armor and they're like oh hey we need that and then explained why they needed that we might have we might have been like oh mm. yeah cool here you go
1: i don't think we trusted it, the paladins it, at it all it could have happened
3: no we didn't they were the, well, they were one of the big bads but it, we could have
2: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that could
1: have that happened <laughs> depends on what they were offering for it
3: if they asked nicely
4: you know said pretty please. Where did Bryn die in the same tunnels that we saw the breastplate?
2: No. No. No, no, no. Bryn died on the tunnels beneath the tainted lake
4: with Brandel.
2: The offshoot tunnel um was was near to the the lake though. I was in I was off of the tunnel that the river runs through or, or runs uh sorry, from Pisces, like from the sea. Past biases. Okay, that's
4: maybe what I'm thinking of.
2: Yeah, but... yeah, they're very close, though. So it's a, they're they're very geographically. It was close.
4: close in time, I think, our travels there. But anyway, that just it's all crazy because the whole amulet started with Bryn stealing it from the paladins. Yeah. And just how it's all tying together, it. I don't know. I, I definitely felt after our last play session. I felt things wrapping up and didn't know how to feel about it. it felt cool to have answers, but felt weird to have answers
3: because you know what I mean. Because we've been going for two years without yeah. answers to anything. Like
0: almost three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the pieces all coming together, right? Horik's back, and the armor pieces are together, and now everything's out in the open as far as knowledge.
4: Yeah, Shaft shared. Leland did a good job of editing that episode because when we talked it through it was confusing <laughs> I don't know I felt very confused in that like sit in the tent and share knowledge
2: oh yeah when you discovered good written into the the family mm-hmm. tree there. and just like
4: yeah. all the mm-hmm. stuff
2: yeah and I, I'm not sure if it was uh I, it wasn't like fully decoded on Mike really like it wasn't just laid out which I guess we could do we I mean we could do now but like I think we touched on in in that episode.
4: TLDR.
2: Exactly. TLDR is like you had all of you had most of the bi- these bits of information, right? Just and this this kind of comes again to just the timing of the campaign because if you had found this information a hundred and fifty episodes ago or a hundred episodes ago, right? You would have you wouldn't have most of that information. So it it would or could have been something that the party would or could have worked towards deciphering and learning more about and taking advantage of. But unfortunately, this information, depending on your perspective, is coming a little too late because there's not much for the party to do or, or to act on with this information. It's just kind of filling in filling in kind of the the gaps in knowledge, I think, right, as, as yeah. we've been going through and picking up. Someone says this over here, and another NPC tells us this here now you're kind of you're getting things just fully fleshed out for you
1: yeah, I think it worked out well. I mean, there was reasons why everybody did or didn't share whatever they had their knowledge you know what what we told you know uh Mia versus what we told you know every you know we wanted to be careful with who we shared, uh, Falzern and I had a lot of information dumped on us a number of episodes ago, but we didn't know how it all tied together necessarily either, right? And Shaft was also keeping, you know, anytime he gets something that can give a leg up, he's going to keep that. I was going to use that as a bargaining chip with Samuel, right? Potentially to get Nina, to get, you know, there's a number of things I could do when you have uh, a piece of information everybody wants. And, you know, it never really played out the way I envisioned it in my head, but... Um, I thought it was, I thought it, it was the time to share. I think we all over the last 20 episodes have sort of decided we all are a unit. Right. And right. You know,
2: it's now or never.
1: Yeah. It's like the trust issues and everything. We're just like, that doesn't matter now. We're, we're, uh, we got to do this. So do you
2: think some of the, those, uh, uh bargaining chips that Shaft tried to hold on to, like you waited too long to play them? and that's kind of why things didn't quite pan out the way he may have thought.
1: Probably, I mean, I didn't think it was going to take anywhere near as long for us to get back with Samuel again. I right. mean, from the time we left Samuel in the, the in the keep to when we saw him again, I mean, how many episodes was that? I mean, that Yeah. I mean, that was a lot. <laughs>
0: That was
4: a lot. It wasn't yeah. an actu- It wasn't in actuality a lot of days. It was a lot of play sessions, though, for sure. Like stretched right. out.
2: It, it was at least twenty, probably twenty episodes, right? Like when, when did uh, Shakara or uh, Kula? <laughs> like that was when, right? That it, was like one hundred twenty-six or something. Oh wow, maybe that was a lot further yeah. away than yeah. I realized. I mean, yeah, it's only been like four or five days since you've seen it.
4: Samuel talked to us, gave us this thing about the amulet, and then literally a year later we were in Drew Call. Like, I think a year of recording, right?
2: I mean,
1: my thought, Shaf's thought was he has this information, this this, uh, codex that he needs, and I want to get Nina back. And I know he has a connection. He obviously is more, you know... The higher tiered over Isabella, who would therefore be higher tiered over uh, Jessica, you know, and I might be able to pull some strings there saying, hey, I know how to get this codex for you, but this is what I need you to do for me to do that. And, you know, but it never played out that way, which is fine. Um, That's why I kept it separate. You know, I kept it off hidden away with all the other books just in case I could use it. And then it got to the point where, you know, there's no point in trying to play that card. And I wanted to see if the codex would give us the rest of the clues that we were missing after our conversation.
3: Speaking hmm. of, do we want to do the TLDR on what the yeah, clues in yeah, yeah. the codex were? Yeah.
1: I also had a really good idea that never panned out, too, that I was trying to set up was to. Uh, the reason I always kept the shackles the way that I did was I wanted to go and turn Mia into Hannah for the bounty. Take the money and then have report back to me. Right. That was a that was a scheme I had in my head, but it of Spicy. course it all changed with the hot tub.
0: <laughs> you weren't allowed <laughs> in If
1: Baron I was going in the hot tub, that would have been that would have been the plan.
4: Baron frickin' zarin. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, so for uh refresher, the 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 little um, cultist motto, the the family motto. Handed down what's rightfully yours, among trees that scrape the sky you lie. Closest to gold, yet far more precious. Far below the river's fork, set off for climates of snow and orc. Then there's kind of a second clause, which I realized during recording I didn't properly really explain to the party either. So that probably played into a little bit of a misunderstanding or or misconception of what was going on. Because really it's like a second like paragraph or like a second stanza. Which reads, a farmer's aid in arid landscapes, windows of your soul split to keep them, not of the coast, but water seeps towards them. So you got through, uh, I mean, a lot of it. Obviously, the the helm is what's handed down. The amulet was found in the Philaean Forest, among the trees. Closest to Goldham, yet far more precious. And far below the river's forks are just referencing the uh, approximate locations of where the pieces may be again. These are all kind of referring to locations in which which they're found. Which again, we you had the knowledge of where, knowing where the the towers were uh, erected, uh, also kind of giving you hints of uh, how to decode this, and then finally set off for climates of snow and orc, which is of course where the gauntlets, which you ended up retrieving in their original location,
3: and the breastplate.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, and then and, and finding and finding the breastplate, which is one of the pieces that was not found. Um, what what did I say in the episode? These aren't the notes that I have these in, but wasn't found uh, south of Victor uh, or or Golden, one of, one of the two. And then a farmer's aid in arid landscapes, referencing this the scythe of Limic, windows of your soul, of course, referencing the eyes of Dendar. Not of the coast, but water seeps towards them. So those are again locations of of these items. Um, now the arid landscape part could potentially refer to, I think shafted Amelie thought Altenschick, but that could also potentially be Zexa. So as you're kind of going through this, you have these two locations that it may be, maybe the the answer, right? And then as you move on, windows of your soul split to keep them, not of the coast, but water seeps towards them. So that's referencing, that line now kind of narrows down the previous line because that references, uh, I believe it's barrack and Altenshick as rivers rivers flow towards both of those cities. Now, that's also the case for Pisces, but it's not of the coast, which Pisces is a coastal, coastal city. So I think it can make sense. I hope that actually ended <laughs> up making sense once it's kind of decoded, but...
3: Well, in a stanza-coded uh, uh, kind of way, it makes sense, yes.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was, it wasn't too difficult to figure, I mean, it wasn't easy to figure out, but it wasn't, you know, it Inquisite. was in that right zone yeah. where you yeah. where you had a number of different things that could be, right, and you have to talk through it, which I thought was great.
2: Yeah, so, and and, uh, and as it was explained, uh, and as how, how many of, like, the, the recountings of some of the the past activities with, you know, through the generations of the cultists is, like, it just reads as if it's like, like myth or, Oh, this is just like some saying that they have, you know, kind of thing as it's supposed to be because these pieces are supposed to be kept hidden unless, you know, break in, in clay, break glass in case of emergency, right, which right, is right. kind of what's happening <laughs> right now. Right. And I think in the episode two, uh, I had mentioned that like the location of the current tower at the base of the mountains is not just a random place chosen, right? That's that's as close as can get, especially what's going on in the mountains, to that climate of snow and, and orc, right?
3: And we found out who Father Lemic is and how much of a bad guy he is, we think.
2: It's what they say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> not somebody you who know, brought back.
2: I wish Alamar was around to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I do miss Alamar. Oh me too. Me too. Yeah. My throat yeah, Alamar doesn't was fun. My throat does not <laughs> Yeah. Miss
4: your throat is <laughs> in better shape.
2: That is a that's a that's a tough voice to
0: <laughs> maintain. Right.
1: It's nice when we get stuck we can always ask the sack.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Just... And you could you forget that he's there all the time and you give all this information. You always forget NPCs and Alomar, which is uh which is wonderful. I always liked that. You yeah. never knew when he was going to spout something off that you didn't realize he picked up on.
4: <laughs> right.
1: Well,
2: I mean, Bakla got the entire decoded message here <laughs> about the <laughs> oh,
4: Sklar, yeah.
2: so.
5: <laughs> oh, we've done that so many times. We
2: should uh, put a little
1: reminder. It pops up every once in a while and says, look around. Who's around you? Who?
3: <laughs> Which
5: NPCs are listening? <laughs> All
3: of them. Uh, we did finally get to talk to Sammy at old sammy and we met his three generals which i don't know if we'll ever talk to them again but it was nice to beat them briefly
4: and hope so (laughs) we wrote down their names and their specialties and in case
3: and sammy used the cipher that shaft produced and the amulet to show us on the map where the gauntlets were supposed to be and then after he unearthed them, he told us they were unearthed, and anybody wandering around could go by and pick them up.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. that's, that was, he, yeah.
3: By
4: the way, these are just chilling and glowing for anyone to see, or whatever it was. <laughs> 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 and of course, it was in the middle of a camp of whatever those things were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Salamander dragons. What yeah, are they? Basilisks. Are they?
3: But it's With a good thing. Or it's a actually B. Basilisk. Yeah. Basilisk. Basilisk. It was actually, like I said in, in the episode, a good thing they were there because we were able to avoid them. But we would not have been able to avoid all of those neogi and orcs and umberhawks and things that they were yeah, chomping true. on. True. So they actually did us a, a favor. Thank you, Leland.
5: <laughs> true.
2: <laughs> I mean i I should have known that you would have been able to successfully sneak around this camp at night. To, I I don't know what I was thinking.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you did get to eat sparky
2: ah, uh, that that is true thank you for sending sparky off by themselves so <laughs> like.
4: i don't know the whole like traveling into the mountains thing was cool the way you did it the way it took longer the way we traversed it i don't know prepared for it felt cool Mia's not excited about the idea of the towers being booted up i don't know how you guys feel but at the same time realizes like oh it's like a it's like an offensive defense to, like, if you're not on our side, you're going to die yeah. in the blue light, right? So,
3: like, it makes sense, but... And can we talk about these cubes and how limiting they are? Yeah. yeah. Three hours, and that's not a guarantee. <laughs> it's like
5: Right. Three hours for a You need to make these things well, we
3: better, used. damn it. We a knew
4: they were rotating person. watches, though. We knew that much from Paladins that we had talked to, right?
2: Yeah, and keep in mind, you need six levels of exhaustion before you die from it oh yeah what's two three yeah, four levels once of exhaustion? you
3: start getting exhaustion it's harder to make those saves yeah, okay. guaranteeing but, so, think,
2: so if you get three if you get a solid three out of the cube and you can fend off let's say you fend off one of th- of the next three hours you're still good that's six hours you've got two levels of exhaustion I mean, yeah, and you've been operating, you've been doing whatever you need to do for six hours. Like that's pretty good. It but gives then, you to time remove to get in and levels of
4: exhaustion out. takes quite a bit too.
2: I mean, hell,
1: six hours—that's what five and episodes.
4: Then, <laughs> and we're with Falzerin, who can last?
3: How long did he say? <laughs> well, I was a slight on th- Falzerin, in but it's also all of us. We all have the same. Yeah. Which I was—I was surprised he gave Falzerin three hours. <laughs> beg your pardon (laughs) i just hate that it kills like anything living
4: sort of thing i don't know or that's what it's been described as like right that landscape even just like shrivels and dies i hate the thought of that and the city like some of the city was within reach right i don't don't quite a bit of it yeah Yeah.
5: i thought they were doing their best to evacuate everyone
4: i know Well, luckily, a
1: lot of the population went down during the play, so now not as many people died.
4: (laughs) It's like putting Mia's money where her mouth is, though, to be like, this is the only thing that matters. We need to survive. Nothing else matters. Like, the Niyogi need to die. And then coming to the reality of, like, oh, a lot of other stuff's going to die or suffer in the meantime, right? Like, I don't know. I I just felt more conflicted in Mia's mind than I thought I would have.
3: If they don't turn the towers on, a lot more people potentially could suffer and die.
4: Sure, that's what Mia's Mia's trying to focus on. Like, you can only control what you can do, and like, this is our best chance. And, but I just think in general she didn't like that I had to come to that. You know, yeah, a little conflicted.
2: How do you think? How do you think Samuel feels about it? It's a tool. I don't know. It's a weapon. He's
3: hard. To, he's hard to read. He seems more pragmatic and not. Yeah. Not that he's not caring, but not. Um, he doesn't let it get to him because it's the decision he made, and that's what's going to happen. And Do you think it's because he's like best. so
4: old, right? Like he's got some fountain of youth crap going on, right? He's old.
2: Yeah, but he's not like hundreds of years old.
4: Oh, okay. I thought it maybe yeah, yeah. was. I don't know. He
2: he he's like he would be like in his eighties, but looks like half the age. Like it's okay, not okay. like I, for
4: some reason I thought he was like maybe one hundred fifty or something. Not but he's quite. Like, no, no. Things get rebuilt, time heals wounds, sort of like i've seen seen things been there, okay,
3: I think it's more that he's a general, and he's used to to sending people in to battle and not being given the luxury of being able to care about that
4: yeah, like you can't you can't take things make things personal or take things personally or dwell on it when you have to make those decisions every day for how many years.
1: Tell me about it. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah I mean, middle management wait 30, 30
1: years from now i don't care wipe them out,
2: <laughs> Turn out the <laughs> i mean i'm damn near there now <laughs> <laughs> uh i liked uh in some of the the early episodes we had a kind of a i so i think i think a little later on too it came back up but we had a, a bit of a conversation what to do with the eyes of Dendar. And we kind of well, we we'll even
4: get them? <laughs>
2: we we kind of had a, a bit of a, a questioning of Shakara uh, about whether or not she's compromised, uh, given her position in in the coven. Mm. Again, again, yeah, yeah again. but I think this was the first real direct confrontation about it, honestly. And Falzarin backtracked it a little bit after Shakar got heated, uh, as Falzarin. Likes to kind of smooth things over. I think he falls in plays uh, quite quite often, kind of the, the this arbiter uh, within the party, trying to keep everybody even keeled as much as he can, and just kind of smooth the rough edges a little bit. <laughs>
5: Falzrin doesn't like conflict.
2: Right. And I'm not sure he, he's, he's very successful when he tries.
5: <laughs> Rare very rarely. He, he's often good at making things worse.
2: But I think that's also because generally Mia doesn't give Falzran a chance to continue. <laughs> what? Once Shikara, it's like Shakara yells, Falzern says, okay, okay, let's And Mia says, stop it, you're making Shakara yell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Shaft is sleeping yeah. on his watch.
1: <laughs> well, and I do like when you take the attention away from me occasionally and draw the iron towards you. I, uh, this yeah.
4: isn't IRL D and D at all.
5: It's a, it's a good, it's a good little Honey, uh, be quiet. thing we have going.
3: Okay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> she didn't mean right now, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, this has to wrap up before Emily finishes that mead.
4: <laughs> We're getting giggly, Emily.
3: Oh man. Sorry, Bill. Continue. No, it's
1: fine. What are you gonna do with the eyes, Shakara?
3: Um Stick them in a skull and make a spooky Halloween mm. display. Ooh. <laughs> I I mean, I thought giving him to the Tritons might be a good idea. I mean right now. Samuel is not going to give them to us because he's using it to power the tower. At least right. one of them. I don't know where the other one is or if both of them are powering the tower. I don't know. Is it the know.
1: draw of Dendar very strong
3: with you? I can't feel her. No.
5: I think what Shakara has been trying to tell us is that, like, yes, she has this relationship with Dendar, but ulti- ultimately, if these eyes making their way back to dendar or or being used to serve dendar is going to be bad then she's fine with sort of like almost betraying dendar
3: so i do have an idea of what would happen if isabella got the eyes Mm -mm. even though shakara told you she doesn't know can you tell us gasp it's nothing good what? Have all
1: the great things that Isabella's done for everybody?
3: She's, from what I can remember, Leland, correct me if I'm wrong, if Isabella gets the eyes, she gives them to Dendar. That's the only thing Dendar needs in order to come back, and if Dendar comes back, she's wiping everybody out, unless you're a follower of Dendar. Uh,
0: yeah. Which is also part
3: of why I've been trying to grow my family, so anybody that is <laughs> pure a Aww, me, You were just trying to save Mia. Yeah,
1: that's why we need Father Limic. <laughs>
3: Yeah, like listen, no. your what? God is
4: great and all, but my God won't kill you. <laughs> but see,
3: like if you value pledge yourself to her, she won't kill you either. That's, That's a all pretty you good gonna deal, do. really. That's a cult. She gives That's you a cult power. I wanna join. She doesn't kill you right now. <laughs>
5: so
4: yeah, good. yeah. Huh well i would like to take her on but i'm feeling like
3: she's a little more powerful than i originally oh dendar you cannot take yes isabella Debated. all of us together could maybe i don't know
5: i think that's what you might write elena was isabella i meant
4: izzy yeah i meant izzy
5: yeah I, I think izzy is this entity that is hard to pin down like she seems to wear a lot of different hats and she behaves differently around different people and it's hard to say for sure how powerful she is.
3: See, I don't think Isabella is really subordinate to Cultist. I think she's letting him believe that. But I think she could take him out in a second.
5: I, I think that, too. Mm, I think she's playing oh, yeah. him.
3: Okay, so Samuel Izzy, one-on-one.
1: Izzy. Well, with with Izzy all the ally. armor?
4: Oh, with the all the ar- uh, I don't know. Maybe Cultist, then. Without the armor, you think Izzy could still take him? Yeah.
5: I, I'm not... Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know, I, I think Izzy's, Izzy's a schemer, right?
4: She's older than him, right? And
5: so regardless of who's powerful, I think she probably believes that the way she's behaving around him is the best way to get what she wants.
3: Exactly. Let him think he's in charge, and yeah. eventually she'll get what she wants.
2: Yeah, I like Izzy. I kind of wish we were back in Heraklion some days so Isabella could be around. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I do Maybe miss, she should just show I up at the miss. battlefield. I mean, yeah, there's nothing stopping her from portaling over. Yeah,
5: I fully expect her to show up any, any time now. She has to. Come on, and yeah, do she's it. She's going to ruin <laughs> our plans
2: 100%.
3: I want her I'm to, like, it right
4: now. As soon as nice. we get the
3: eyes. As soon as we get the eyes. There's a gonna,
2: payment due. Yeah, I mean.
3: Sh- yeah, we're going to try and give them to the Tritons, sneaky, sneaky, and she's going to show up and take them from us.
5: Or she swoops in before we even get them.
2: So what, okay, what, uh, Shakara, Shik- Emily, what happens if as you predict, that Samuel refuses to give up the eyes while he needs them, right? Whether or not that's short-term refusal or long-term refusal, that's up, who knows. But what if then Isabella tasks you to be the debt collector?
3: Oh, goodness. I would first try to explain to her why they were needed where they were. And then she would probably tell me, oh, well, Dendark will take care of all of it. Just give her the eyes and- then Yogi won't be a problem anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: then I would have to be like, okay, I guess I'll go get the eyes. <laughs> and then take a really long time to do it. <laughs> delay, delay, delay.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Maybe, th- I mean. She wouldn't see through that at all, I'm sure. It would be satisfying to get an ending where we kill Izzy, in my opinion. I'm- Think we have to sorry dendar followers but i also think it'd be satisfying <laughs> to like leave it up to your imaginations like it she's still around we don't know what happens
3: campaigns wraps up how you want it to on that front mm. i personally hate that kind of stuff if you're telling a story finish the story
4: <laughs> we can't have answers to everything immediately
1: immediately <laughs> Not not at one hundred
4: and seventy. <laughs> so like yeah, one hundred and seventy more episodes to finish the Izzy storyline. A storyline, I don't
3: know. No, just Leland will have to write something that wraps it all up. That'd nice be I a mean. spinoff. Oh, he's no going pressure. Tell us what it's happened.
4: A of, yeah.
1: a spinoff. Spinoff. As he is uh... a <laughs>
3: okay, okay, okay. If we do an
4: Izzy spinoff or a wrap up where it's like off uh, screen, let's say like quote unquote, right? Like you know, like the prologue. It has to be something where there's rolling dice involved. I say where it's like. If you roll this, this happened. If you roll this, this happened. So
1: at this. the end are we gonna just do like a little thing, like a sentence that says, and now Isabella, you know, got married. It's gonna has be a, a mad kids lib. and lives in the small.
0: Yes, it's gonna be a yeah. Isabella
4: mad lib where we roll for what the the words are in the in the poem. Well I like it.
2: I, I like it in theory, but uh, <laughs> to have that be the outcome of four years of a campaign. I don't think so. <laughs> Roll me a weather die and that's going to determine the ending. Roll me the ending die.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Roll me a D10. Mm. It was a foggy day.
2: (laughs) And Isabella slaughtered you all. Visibility
0: was 30 feet. uh, Yeah. Oh, man.
2: That that kind of brings uh, me to another question I had. And I am interested in... And honestly, I I meant to give you a little uh, heads up on this question, but it kind of slipped my mind until I was driving home today. But I would like to know from each of you what your... And this is something as we haven't checked in for a while either, but I would like to know what each of you as players would like to see the final outcome be for your characters. And then... Uh, so, I, so, I want your answer here, but then each of you could private message me if that answer may or may not be tweaked because you don't want to <laughs> reveal oh, your true
3: intention. Because to
4: Shakara is evil. Da, da, da.
3: No, I know exactly what I want my character's end to be. I've thought about messaging Leland several times about it and haven't. I want Shakara and Isabella to go up against each other and take each other out. I want them to end each other. a final epic battle where they both die. Can I help you? Maybe. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say who I was going to help kill. Yeah, which, but... part, which part of that
0: are you helping? Yeah, why do you want that for
3: sure? <laughs> I just feel like it would be like an ultimate. Um, so she's been, she was good. She was very, very good. And then she started going evil. And now she's kind of bouncing back and forth between good and evil. And I think that would be an ultimate redemption. Take out Isabella, but also dies in in the same time. And an answer to be like, she was good. She was. Without the E.
2: Interesting. Without the E. (laughs) She was on her side. So does that mean that part of what's what's inner turmoiling Shakara is that she feels like she needs redemption?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. She hasn't done anything, like, totally unspeakable yet. But she's definitely not lived up to her previous standards. Like, she feels she definitely cannot go back home to where her family is right now. I mean, one, they wouldn't recognize her because she's a hex blood now. But <laughs> two, they wouldn't recognize her personally. Her personality. Her, the way she is. You said being. that wrong.
4: She's hot now.
3: <laughs> they wouldn't recognize her, like. Just talking to her and who she is. She's definitely not even close to being the same person. She didn't live up to her oath of the ancients.
2: I mean, when was the last time Shakara even spoke about her great deeds that she set out to do?
3: Been a long time. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, what was the last great deed that you performed? Do you remember?
3: Um, I believe it was saving some people from yogi in a wagon i think or no it was something after that
2: there was something after that during that campaign that was wasn't just in your backstory
3: yeah there was a great deed during the campaign
2: yeah maybe it'll come to me when i'll I'll think on it as we as we continue uh but shafts john you've 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 told me before yeah
4: oh you did you told him i'm guessing nina
2: you can't interrupt me
1: like that you you left too much of a pause you got to jump in while my a you pause. Get, when the words are still being spoken, you got to jump in right I
3: there. I see. But okay. The problem
1: is I'm not listening <laughs> to like you now? at all, so I'm just talking right over you.
3: <laughs> I see. Yeah. Okay. Leland loves
4: when we do this.
0: Yeah, it's great.
5: John, the uninterruptible. I'm gonna
1: put that on a business card. You don't recall what I told you? I wanted the no. I do. Okay. Do you not want to share? I don't think I want I don't think I wanna share that, no.
4: Just make up a lie for the listener. Okay, Gosh. that's fine.
1: I mean ultimately I wanna get away from uh this whole mess Falzern? And, and well
2: <laughs> I'll send you a Christmas card, like I said. <laughs> hey, I got a Christmas card from you too this last Christmas. <laughs> Wait a second.
1: <laughs> it doesn't mean what you think it means, Leland. What do you think it
2: means? <laughs> 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 Whatever it is, it's the opposite.
1: I I think he's got himself into a lot deeper uh, mess than he ever thought he was going to get in. And now he's trying. He Ultimately, he wants out of the whole thing and start over again.
4: The shaft wants out of the hole.
1: That's
2: right. <laughs> Mia?
4: Mia. I feel like I've answered this, but we'll see if this is the same as what I said last time. Mia wants to wipe out the Niogi. Got gotta get rid of that. If that's not gone, I don't like that's Mia's thing. Secondly, uh check on her family, restore family order, help rebuild Barrack, whatever's needed to do at home in Barrack. But then I see Mia leaving and continuing to protect Aspara in whatever way. I could also see her uh trying to get back in touch With the Tritons and or just checking in on the situation with the whole, what's my dad's name? Kralikina? (laughs) Yeah. Kralikina, my dad, Talos, Talena, all that, like being banned. Like, are they actually locked away? Is that all good? Do you need my help? (laughs) Like,
0: I don't know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely some unfinished business there.
4: I just like legitimately see her wanting to just protect Aspara for whatever's next and just, I don't know.
3: Heroes feasting every day. Yeah, just gonna hero
4: he's gonna hero feast for whoever eleven other people are around. And uh no, she's not gonna go up and like retire somewhere and just live on her Brightwood money at all. I think she's like determined to like this is her calling, so
2: Last but not least.
5: Falls are in. Uh, he's had ups and downs, man. Like he left Heraklion because he thought that there wasn't much left for him to learn there or that they were entrenched in their traditions that were too restrictive. And now he's just, it's been a roller coaster of danger and near death experiences and turmoil that he's been dragged through. But I I think he, I think he, part of him perhaps is tempted to retire back at Heraklon and say enough of, enough of this mainland garbage. I'm going back to the island
4: <laughs> i could rule heracleion
5: because i think like heracleion heracleion is is in need of some rebuilding and you know the alamar has gone and that the whole elders have all been shaken up so i could see him going back and retiring to heracleion for a more peaceful life and helping get order back in heracleion but i could also see him deciding to continue adventuring um Throw to Sparrow or maybe maybe there are other continents uh over the seas that he could go and explore and find new things to learn and experiences to have I don't know I'm, I'm kind of torn between either of those options
3: there are potentially three elders out there somewhere
0: mm-hmm yeah
3: fake el- f- elders the elders elders i
4: don't know <laughs> that's better than Fakalers.
2: so so in that scenario is that uh directly after shikara and isabella kill each other <laughs> so how
3: else are you gonna get directly <laughs> yeah got pride out of izzy's cold dead fingers <laughs> yeah
5: honestly i think if is Iz- i think if you factor izzy into it he would feel an obligation to try and help her but if izzy were not a part of the picture anymore and the Niyogi gets sorted out and all of this stuff seems to be like a semi-peaceful resolution. I could see him wanting to adventure.
4: I mean, I failed to mention that if asked Mia would help take down Izzy, obviously. <laughs> what? Mia
3: wants to take down Izzy? Really?
2: Uh, no way.
3: Mostly f- to see Shakara prove her goodness. Leland, how do you see it all ending as a DM?
2: I, I don't, I don't know, um, because it's still up to what the four of you, what your characters decide, that the, what course of action that they end up wanting to take, right? I, I mean, currently you have two of five pieces of the armor of Kalar, I mean, powerful items, right? Even just, even an incomplete set. There's still an option of you to not hand the pieces to Samuel, right? And obviously that window is closing, but it's still there. When Samuel gets it, man, whew, it's going to be nuts when he, uh, if he gets that set. It's going to be very interesting. If Isabella gets her hands on the eyes of Dendar, it's going to be very interesting.
4: When you say nuts, if he gets all the pieces, like, we talking like nuts good for us now? and that's yeah. bad for us
2: really good <laughs> <laughs> well you have to wait and find out
4: we're trying to figure out if we should actually give it to
3: him i mean there not. was a reason it was all dispersed in the first place right and we
4: didn't want to we said that's future us problem to worry about what to do if we give it to him, but now it's like
3: happening it's an almost now us problem i know so
2: okay so here okay here's a question Armors coming together, you don't quite, you have no, you have no real idea what the origin of the armor of Kalar is, uh, other than that it's somehow tied to a good. Whether that's Isabella or one of her own ancestors, unclear at this point. But, thousands of years ago the armor was together, it was used, and then it was broken apart by the cultists and Zelwicks. You no longer have Zelwicks to play into this. So that armor gets assembled again. How do you think, if at all, it can be separated again?
3: Only if Cultist
4: allows it. If the Brightwoods get the band back together, lay lay it down.
2: <laughs> Who, who's in the Brightwood bu- band?
4: We are a very <laughs> powerful family. <laughs> in Beric. I will call my daddy Thor, or whatever, Talos, and we'll lay the smack down
5: <laughs> it's it's very it, me as a player and falzern as well i think uh very concerned about <laughs> samuel having access to this armor because you basically you're basically relying on his goodwill at that point um because i don't know how we would get it away from him it, I, it, it seems like he's going to be incredibly powerful probably way more powerful than we could deal with once I he has all of that
3: just had a thought Mm-hmm. in the beginning of the campaign, we thought was a big bad. Mm-hmm. He really was just misunderstood.
0: Yeah. <gasps> <Total laughs> and
4: Izzy was not misunderstood, but was a big bad. Yes.
2: <laughs> oh no, they've they've figured out my tells. <laughs> <laughs> the,
4: the scabulet wasn't enough.
2: <laughs> I mean to, the armor the armor of Kalara was used to seal away two. Primordial beings. That sh- is, yeah, cl- more than clear enough to tell you how powerful that. I mean, I know what that means
4: is. now. When we first started playing, we were brand spanking new. You could have told me primordial, and I would have been like,
3: okay, yeah. But what he's saying is, we we understand that now, that we're about to hand one person that much power.
5: It probably makes sense to just let Falter have it, honestly.
3: I just am kind of worried about a <laughs> yogi.
4: I don't know what else to wear do. He can the armor and uh-huh.
5: <laughs> he's a trustworthy
4: guy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Basically, if we give it to him, there's no way we can stop him from keeping it that way. And we have to realize that.
3: But it... Eh. Will it take bringing Dendar back to get the armor to be broken up again? <laughs> oh, frick.
0: <laughs> can you imagine Dendar coming...
4: And fighting Sammy, and we just are audience members.
1: Oh, boy. I feel like somebody mentioned this a long time
4: ago. Leland's face kind of looked like that was something he's thought about, (laughs) which is scaring me.
2: I've thought about a lot of things. I've thought about a lot, (laughs) a lot, a lot lot of things.
4: Oh, no. I just want the listeners to be happy with, like, satisfied with however, I don't know, wraps up. It sucks when the eighth season sucks, you know? (laughs) Bad writing. (laughs) We're the writers, dang it!
2: Uh, it's a lot of pressure, honestly. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, because I've never finished a campaign before. So what?
3: Never really? finished. No. I don't know that we've. Oh, wow.
0: do you, do you never. feel never like, finished. however
1: you do it, you won't feel that it's good enough?
2: Oh yeah, of course. Come on, that's like classic imposter syndrome yeah. that I do with that I've been. That we've been battling with this entire show. It's like, yeah, every yeah. The single... painting's never done. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it is. for that sure. Kind of
4: I can't believe. Wait, you've never finished a campaign, even as a player? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. even as a player.
4: Wow. Really?
2: Yeah. Was, I think that's the way fizzle. most D and D campaigns go. Really? Yeah.
4: I don't. know, it Seems like John and Emily have done quite a few that end. We we do. We finish. Yeah. We're oh, finishers. We're yeah. finishers, <laughs>
5: bro. I I have been known to not to not finish... Um, Breakfast. ...television series.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Word sentences.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Wow. That, I would like to point out that everybody had a reaction of chime in except me.
0: <laughs> you need to think when you're on your feet, Leland.
2: <laughs> well, I am very tired, so... I I'll just had to that, laugh
4: but. awkwardly because I was wondering where this was going. <laughs> no,
5: I, I, I frequently don't finish TV series because endings are just never satisfying oh for
4: real though like brooklyn 99 season finale has been sitting there um the expanse season finale is sitting there because bill demands that we leave it
5: i'd rather leave it up to our imagination
3: i have to finish just to so you know. i don't know
1: that just means the episode before the last is your fun is your finale and it's even more disappointing because exactly. nobody even
2: tried
3: exactly <laughs>
2: all right we're gonna put all of our budget, 80% of our budget into the second, the penultimate episode. Right. Right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second to last.
3: And then nobody listened to the last one. <laughs> yeah. I,
2: like it. I do promise that there will be an ending and there won't be a cliffhanger, even though I really like cliffhangers. We're definitely going to have a conclusion. I kind of do, too. We're going to have okay. a conclusion. There has to be. There can't not be a conclusion. You can't just like, exactly. oh, we give Samuel the armor, he puts them on. Okay, cool. That was a great campaign, or or oh, Isabella uses the eyes and Dendar pops out. All right, cool, great campaign. Like you know, we're getting to a point where there's just no, there's no possible way we can't have some resolution, and it's getting cl- more, it's becoming more, more and more clear that that resolution is not going to be good for the party.
0: You've four not no, that way. Painted
2: yourself into a very good position over these four yeah, years no. that we've been playing.
0: <laughs> In
3: our defense, Aspara has always been a very
2: oh, that's a cesspool. Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> not good a place. Shit
2: hole. Aspara is a what shit could hole. we have done
4: different? What like what major things could have been done differently? Okay, so taking out the towers.
2: Yeah. No, and and I, when I, I, obviously I say that in Jess and I don't mean to say that. I know, no, no, but for real, is
4: there some big thing that changed where it's like, you're screwed now? I don't know.
2: No, I, no, I, I I don't think so. Over how long this campaign has been going, it's just a series of, uh, of unfortunate decisions, decisions, (laughs) right? Like (laughs)
3: it's
2: a series of unfortunate events here. Decisions.
3: No, decisions. (laughs) It's legally distinct.
2: I just think, um I think a lot of things have gone the party's way, and I think a lot more just haven't, though.
4: Yeah. I mean, Shakara killing Brynn, you didn't do that. Emily didn't do that.
2: Yeah, well, that was- <laughs> It was just a rule. That it was, was a bad rule. fail rule, rule yeah, which yeah, is in yeah. hindsight, not, not the best uh, <laughs> rule. That's a good
5: example of, like, some things are just out of your control, unfortunately. Well, that's what I'm saying. It is a game with randomness.
2: Right, see the four the four of you are are my dice, right? You the four of you are <laughs> the the random events. I I really do hope that it doesn't feel like now that we're man we're already like reflecting on a finished campaign here. This is weird. I know. But I hope it doesn't like feel like to even to a listener that the things not going the party's way aren't like forced things, you know? Like I really do feel like what's happened has happened very organically. And I haven't I've done my best not to force or push any type of narrative.
3: I definitely feel that. I don't feel I like feel you've that. railroaded that. us at all. And I don't no. think no. you're like constantly throwing bad things at us.
5: I probably wouldn't have been offended with a bit a bit of railroading to be honest cuz I half the time I felt like I have no idea what to do.
3: Well, yeah, and I think part of
4: learning D&D from the very beginning was like the Elena in me was like Brin is obsessed with these towers. That's the job. You got to do the job. But then, like, now that I've played a few more RPGs, you realize, oh, there's always a lot going on, and always, like, you know, left or right. There's fork in the road constantly. It's a fork in path. Just gotta choose a way. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it's. You know what though? I'm kind of excited for like, like the new freshness of like a new, like I don't know. Just see... I'm excited about that too. Yeah. We have a mm-hmm. ton of fun doing all our one shots together. Imagine how much more fun it is when it's like we get more invested in those weird wacky characters because they're around longer than 3 episodes or something, you know.
5: Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for to get some like finality and some answers and and see how all of this wraps up. Like we're obviously all very very invested in it, so it's going to be really exciting to see how it all pans out. But it it'll be fun too to I'm looking forward to a new campaign as well.
4: Leland, do you think our next campaign will be as long? And listener, what is your opinion? Do you like
2: well, yeah, I mean,
4: all the little minutiae? Or would you rather, you know, new world every year type thing?
2: Yeah, kind of, Brit kind of asks for our after party if, if, you know, how things could feel like it's coming to an end rather quickly. And if we've discussed about what's next. And we've loosely discussed um, a, bit, yeah. a bit. And... I think the general consensus is, regardless of what we do or what the setting turns out to be, we want to keep the campaign to like limit it to like a year, like, you know, like 50 ish episodes, which for a weekly release. For listenability
4: purposes, too. Yeah. Because new people are like, oh. This sounds great, but I can't listen to 170 episodes.
2: Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It, it, it's a it's a big barrier to entry for for any show really. Any any um uh series show, right? So, yeah, I think if we we have uh, shorter campaigns, I think that honestly is easy. we'll probably end up being easier on uh US players as well.
3: Not as much to remember.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: My my Aspara notebook is almost at an end. I have one page left. Wow!
2: I'm surprised you've taken that many notes.
3: (laughs) Because we saved (laughs) them. Is that is that a slam? Uh,
2: Take it as you will.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think you were paying that much
0: attention.
2: No, it's more like you have a whole notebook full of notes and you're still confused.
4: We've discussed a few things. So, like, something else we discussed, right, is, like, where we're going to be releasing our one-shots all together for bingeability, that sort of thing, in finding them in the feed of podcasts. So, yeah, I don't know. New, new campaign. Who dis?
2: Uh, we, we got a lot of things to work out. I think we want to make some changes to how the Patreon works as well, which, again, we have to discuss in further detail i don't know it's it's strange for for me it feels like we're in this like limbo right now right as we're kind of we're almost kind of waiting for this campaign to end which yeah i don't think is good uh i don't like it because i don't i think it will affect i think it'll affect the quality
3: yeah i hope we don't rush through it wanting to get on to the next thing right it needs a proper ending I
4: think it just means that we, while playing, have to check in with each other and that sort of stuff can get edited out. That's the beauty of it. But being like, I don't know. I don't want to feel like we're taking too long or not taking enough time either way. Because I think sometimes you could putz around too, you know?
5: I think the most important thing is just trying to do what we've always done and play our characters, true to our characters, right? And I think that will organically lead to a satisfying ending, right? As long as it doesn't seem like all of a sudden... Our character does makes a whole bunch of decisions that are completely, you know, the polar opposite of how they've behaved for 100 and whatever episodes now.
4: I'm also just bracing myself for like a not happy ending, I guess.
2: Right.
5: Well, and, and if, that's, <laughs> if that's how it ends, that's how it ends.
4: I know, but I need to brace myself now so that I'm not like obviously right. upset so when like, it happens.
5: <laughs> I think the main thing is you. You do. We do our best as our characters, and you know, there's there's only so much in our control. So we'll see how it all pans
2: out.
4: All I'm saying is, like Bill, if Falzern would have died in those tents up in the mountains, like you would have been completely gutted. You got to brace yourself or something like that. So that's what I'm doing.
2: That I mean, that is one thing that we've talked about before. It's like at this point in the campaign, a character death. Yeah. Like how much of a setback Brutal. is that, right? Like to to have to introduce a a new character at this point in the campaign like there are there I are certain ways to do I can it.
4: be I can
3: be mute
0: No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just haunt us I Me mean, I'll be floating around haunted us I can't cast
4: any spells with a verbal component how did she do it
2: She's I'm a checking. she's a wonder
4: No I mean if 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 I died or something I'd want to like play Another character that's already in the campaign, maybe I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean it's a possibility. We 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 would figure out how to make it work, obviously. But yeah, it would be uh, it would be a bit of a blow.
3: Campbell, <laughs> can you do the accent? <laughs> Hork! I want to be Hork. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh man, unbelievable! Your Jaff's accent is on point. <laughs> it is beautiful.
3: When you imitate him, his horkish it says, "Didn't we hear Horik speak in one of Shaft's flashbacks? I don't remember him speaking unintelligibly. He did. Uh, I, I think that's more bad. of a in-joke, isn't it? As we were all making fun of Leland speaking as Horik because we could barely understand him, and so it just got worse and worse and worse.
2: <laughs> it it was it was a little exaggerated here, maybe, <laughs> but in the flashback, <laughs> the flashback was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah,
4: it, it was bad.
2: But Horik." is saying thing. I'm not just gibberishing. He's actually (laughs) saying, yes, he is saying words. Like,
0: Uh,
5: there are times when I feel like I can kind of understand what he's saying, but
4: no, I didn't get any of it. (laughs) He's not saying that he makes (laughs) sense. He's saying things though. He's saying like spam in a can on a bird. 65%. (laughs)
5: And I know just enough how to
1: answer it. So it makes sense, but not enough where I really understood what the hell he said. (laughs) Well,
2: you, you know what? You know what I thought actually, if, if, he uh, comes back and, and it plays more of a larger role, which he, I mean, he might. Is that we'll, we'll just make it sound great in the edit. Is I will say, as Horrock, I'll speak in Horkish, and then I will tell you, John, what he said, and then you can just respond. It'll get edited like it's a translator. That, right? so that's like how it. we fix yes. it. But it's just. Yeah. It's too funny <laughs> reacting to horror when you talk. <laughs> oh man.
3: Can we talk about pass without a trace? How much does no, Leland hate I don't that want spell? To talk
2: about <laughs> it. I feel bad about it. I really do. I've said it before.
3: It's it's overpowered. <laughs> no,
2: I, I don't think it's overpowered. I mean, one shafts uh already has a, a very good stealth ability right like you have a very good modifier as is
4: for group stealth checks it seems op uh
2: well i mean with mia and shikara both at disadvantage still
4: no pass without a trace gives us
2: pass without a trace gives you a plus 10 you still roll with disadvantage because of you yeah, arm. i know
4: that i did that
2: <laughs> i think this might be news to you <laughs>
4: <laughs> i want to say i was just rolling You're one forgetting. die
2: then you were rolling, still rolling really that bad? badly.
4: <laughs> I was rolling bad. I wasn't rolling with disadvantage, I'm pretty sure. Really?
2: You do still roll with disadvantage, yes.
4: What gives me no disadvantage? I'm thinking of... S- invisibility? Oh, I might be thinking invisibility.
2: Oh, Which frick. isn't actually how invisibility works, but that's how we play it.
4: I think I played it wrong, sorry.
5: Let's say your modifier for stealth is zero, and you roll a nat one. You're still getting 11. Worst case scenario, like, that's pretty good. Yeah. Right?
4: In a group cases, stealth.
2: That's still above uh, a, a garbage passive perception, right? Like, pretty pretty yeah. decent.
4: Group stealth. Shaft's going to be in the 30s, so I mean that.
2: Right. Okay, here's actually something I was thinking about uh, and kind of in relation to the 1D&D the playtest rules is in that set of rules currently a natural one uh, one on even an ability check is an auto fail. So in this instance, I don't know if that would have been good or bad in this instance because you would have been roll you would have just been rolling and rolling and rolling ro- and then we we finally we like okay, I just asked you what is the lowest. Okay, let's just move forward now that I know what you're so ra- rather than you like you would still have to make like another dozen rolls just hoping you get a one. Like I don't even think that's better.
4: I do kind of like the one being fails for skills and ability checks. I do think that's interesting, and I always thought it kind of worked like that because you roll a one and then you're like, oh but it's a six because I have a plus five
3: right because it's your natural ability still so i I don't like the auto fail on skills I don't know when twenties yeah. are treated as like an auto pass, but not f- on skills or not they're, they're not, not supposed okay. to be yeah no okay
5: yeah, it depends right like if if you if it was a skill that you're exceptionally good at any role in that one and it wasn't a very difficult task to do, then you can still
2: pass.
4: Which you should like, if you're very sense. skilled at it. Exactly. So is it if you have a plus zero in, or a plus one?
2: So, so that comment, Bill, that Emilio is rebutted with the argument. Well, if the check is that easy, then the dungeon master needs to do a better job of knowing when he doesn't need to ask for a role.
5: Yeah. Yeah, why ask for a roll if
2: no matter what the result is? That's going to a to lot
3: pass. for a dungeon master to keep track of what everybody's abilities are. Oh uh, yeah.
2: No, I think I think more the point is if you want if you have something on the end of the rope, say a halfling, and you want to pull it up a, 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 a slanted mm-hmm. shaft
0: <laughs>
2: and you are a, you know, hypothetically, Hy- and you have a strength of 20 blue. or whatever or even, you know, you you're a strength-based class, say, and uh and and the and you get asked to to, to roll to pull up, uh, you know, a forty pound weight on a mm-hmm. rope. I mean, you can just do it. I think that's supposed to be more in the vein of those kinds of things rather than, well, I know this player has a plus seven to their athletics. Mm, go ahead, you just do it. You can just do it. Well, but you over here only have a plus one. Make me a roll. You know, and you know the difference there. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a bunch of bullshit, and it's a bunch of just like creates a bunch of flame war bullshit it's like who cares
4: it's reminding me of when bryn when bryn went to the mayor's mansion or whatever and it's like why am i even having you roll
2: well let's face it
1: a plus 10 to anything is pretty damn powerful yeah. Right? i mean yeah, i don't i can't yeah. think yeah. of anything right off the top of my head that has that kind of modifier bonus
5: to it so what level spell is that
2: First, pass all the Trace is a first level. The only thing that comes comes to mind is the sharpshooter feat where you take the, which isn't even the same because I think that's a penalty to your attack roll but a plus 10 on your damage mm. or whatever it is, or however it works. That's like the only thing that like immediately comes to mind that's kind of similar, but even that's pretty different.
5: That being a first level spell does seem overpowered in my but opinion. also
2: you don't leave, you literally don't leave tracks. Right. Like, you, you all walking around in that snow are not leaving footprints in the snow. I,
5: I think the idea
1: of it is you're, you're going through the woods and nobody can tra- track you, right? That's the idea yeah. of the thing.
4: But it's used during stealthy dungeons. Yeah, but
1: you, the DM could say instead of a stealth check, something else. Or, you know, you could sort of modify that a little bit.
2: Well, that's also why it lasts an hour not eight hours. All right. So you have greater utility with it.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I don't write games. I just play them.
5: And the question was brought up what uh, fa- our favorite spell was for me as a primary spellcaster. I'm tempted to say polymorph because it's really fun to turn people into giant apes.
4: <laughs> Mia loves apes, Aaron.
5: I also, well, I, and I guess I don't, I haven't spent a lot of time reading spells that Falzern doesn't have. So there's probably other spells out there that I would really like, but I haven't invested the time to read all of them, but... I really like Lehman's Tiny Hut. I feel like that's an incredibly good spell. That is a good spell. Especially because you can ritual cast it. That's just really nice to ensure that you get a safe long rest. Like, it's very good. Blink is nice, but it can fail.
4: Mm. I feel like I haven't gotten to use a lot of my higher level spells that are like funky and that I've learned to use, and
3: I just end up using mask your wounds or something shield is a good one too
5: shield is nice yeah shield is nice
3: i don't know what my favorite is though fine familiar
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I definitely don't think i have a favorite but i mean i i'm i have the luxury of being able to use the majority of them yeah Yeah. i'm not restricted to a, a class list right like by if I think a, an interesting spell would be cool for a certain NPC, I can just give it to them. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to follow class restrictions. It just is what it is, right? So I I get to benefit from that. So it's like I like, I like being able to have all of them at my disposal. So I like all of them. <laughs> right. I'm going to start using Pass Without Trace. <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: I mean, if we went off of the spells we use the most, Mia calls lightning a lot, but...
2: I really like that. I really yeah. like cold lightning. That's a cool So, spell.
4: for instance, it's let's say it's outdoors in a stormy condition. It adds a d10. I currently have a 6-level spell slot. So let's say I cast it at 6-level. Um, it's concentration rate up to 10 minutes. They have to make a dex save of 17 or higher on mine. Um, and then when I ch- can channel, I auto-crit all the... I max out all the lightning damage. That's 70 lightning damage.
5: Yeah, that's that's
0: huge. nuts.
4: Seven zero, and then I can do um I can pick a point while the storm is up for every ten, like the whole ten minutes. So I'm rolling seven d tens, even if I don't. Yeah, channel. that's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. I it's like good. that a lot. It's a good spell. But. Leland is aware of the conditions that would boost it and all the stuff. So we
2: haven't. Hey, see, see, it's things like that though. Why I wanted to make a, a weather. The weather, game. yes. Because I there are lots. There are other class abilities and race abilities, like the the half elves being able to be uh, slightly obscured in in like rain, uh, or you know, to benefit stealth and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like that stuff. Wait, that what? It might not be half I was elf, looking but at you. I not elf. Half-elf well i might be wrong but you should look into that but it's like called like mask of the wild or something like that so that's why i like the that's why i like the weather table and I, and it was actually really fortuitous that you rolled in the fog on that on that table yeah there i mean it turned out great for for the cinematics that was going on around you didn't know what's that's happening true. there's battles going on i like think it was it was perfect i couldn't have planned it better myself
4: we all heard it coming from different directions because <laughs> we yeah, like rolled that. terribly. Yeah, I like that.
2: So a wood elf.
1: Wood elf. You, can, wood att- elf. you okay. can attempt to hide even when you're lightly obscured by foliage, heavy rain, falling snow, mist, or other natural phenomena. No, you're going to do that.
4: Phenomenal. <laughs> 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 I almost did <laughs> Six episodes. Boom. Easy. We could do this. In the we can. Was,
2: okay. This. How many episodes do we think it's going to take to get to the end? What, what are, if, if, if we were betting.
5: Falzern's gonna, Falzern's gonna grab the armor that we have and just book <laughs> it up right on Denny. See ya!
4: <laughs> he sends us all to different, he vaporizes all of us. The end. 20. Well, okay,
1: well, yeah, look about what's unresolved. There's still a lot of little things that, you know, so I'm thinking 16.
4: Depends on how many of us die.
3: It could be five. I mean, we could give Cultus this armor. He goes in, wipes all the Neogi out. It depends on how Leland wants to narrate it. We yeah. don't ever go get the snow bloom. We don't have any idea what happened to Elder oh, Elder. I don't care about the snow what? bloom. What? The
1: free beer? That's one of the main parts of this campaign.
3: Mia doesn't drink. She don't care. The eyes. Coltus says he's going to keep the eyes. He's not giving them back to Izzy. She's going to have to come get them herself.
1: Wait a second. If Shaft did all this, didn't do the stuff that he cared about, that's, you don't care about the beer. Having a good time. Yeah, but but that's very important to Chef. You should hang out with him and and help him out, right? Look at all the crap uh, he's been doing. He didn't want to have anything to do with.
4: If I was being pulled between that or killing Izzy, I would. Well, kill
1: no,
5: Izzy. the Snow Bloom can wait, but it still needs to be resolved.
4: <laughs> I don't know how many episodes.
5: I can't see it being less than like three or four.
3: At least six. I I'd say I'm going to go fifteen to twenty.
0: Whoa. Okay. Yeah, I I think you have a good point, Emily.
5: Like It it could end very quickly if we just swiftly hand over everything to Coltus and he's able to just assemble it all right away and become this epic, powerful being and just obliterate the Neogi. Then then... then it's all
1: over. We don't have to worry about Samuel or anything
2: else, right?
4: If there's a TPK, (laughs) one, you know? Yeah. Um...
2: (laughs) Okay, there is that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that is actually something that we discussed, is if a yeah. TPK happens, the campaign is done. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. called. We
4: maybe collectively decide a narrative ending or something.
2: So <laughs> who,
1: who would be the worst to go down first?
4: Mia?
2: Yeah, it's got to be Mia, I guess. Maybe, maybe me,
4: just because of my healing spells? Yeah. yeah,
2: she's the cleric. Shaft puts out a lot of damage, though. So I think if Shaft went down first, that kind of... That, takes a big chunk of your offensive capability out, yeah not to not yeah. saying that the rest no, of
3: you no, don't know, put but like triple attacks that. with that freaking sword
4: Ugh. yeah exactly, but
3: the, the other three of us could potentially make it away if Mia goes down
1: she can pour to my dead body
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think that chances are I won't go down first,
4: I can always fly in a few I got a few different things, but
2: well, if, bill, if the three of them go down. <laughs> What? <laughs> and falls are in. You're, you're hurt. You got maybe 10 hit points. You got Denny popping out of the bag, re- ready to go. Is he taking off? Is he just booking it? No,
4: he's chucking us in the Leave, bag of holding. We know him. Leave. How
2: could you do this to me? Leon?
3: <laughs> I would not fault you at all for running.
2: I have to prepare you to make this potential decision now so that in the moment, you're ready.
3: Avenge us.
2: Just Yes, just completely disregard your friends that you've almost died with multiple times. Yeah, Yeah. He
4: would die trying. He would die trying. It would
2: be
5: probably a um, (laughs) five-minute silence that you'd have to edit out of the podcast because I'd just be sitting there thinking there's got to be something I can do here. What spell can I use to...
4: I do think that we all need to be... I need to ready myself more for those moments where you sit and you think and you like... You don't just do what Elena or, you know what I mean? You don't just do what Bill, Emily, or John would do to stay alive and keep a podcast going. Like, we need to really realize that this is a story that's wrapping up and we gotta, you just gotta do it. I don't know. Gotta get in that headspace.
5: I honestly think, unless there was, like, some really compelling reason why Faldren would think that him surviving could, like, alter the course of the fate of Aspara... If not, he would probably try try to save them and die No, trying.
3: you wouldn't want to die. You wouldn't give your life. If we were already dead, you would want to save yourself.
1: I think Mia would go down fighting.
3: Falzerin would take
4: the bag of holding, turn into an ape, put us all in the bag. <laughs> Grab the bag.
5: Just goes st- stomping off with his little Hong- bag in his hand. And
4: I almost said Hong Kong, but King Kong is all the way to the top of the Empire State Building in his bag. His chest yeah
5: i don't know i don't know it'd be tough falzern is not like a real you know hero that it, like he's not a, he's not a warrior but at the same time he values the lives of of uh his friends so i don't know if that's a hard question I think
1: mia and falzern would go down fighting shikara would leave and shaft would be out of there before the body fell on the last one <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's iffy whether Nashikara would leave you, you
1: would leave I think if it came down to, if the three of us were, were down you would you would have your your second option of getting the hell out of there and going back to Isabel. down
3: and definitely dead or down and maybe dead
2: mm, w- let's on say ground. one definitely dead okay I think this entirely depends on who with whom this climactic battle is taking place because if it's fighting Isabella I think if if it's just Shakara, you all three confirmed dead. I think Shakara darksides it like in a heartbeat.
4: Just goes
3: into it, yeah.
2: Okay, because at, at what it. what what at that point, what does Shakara have left pulling her back?
3: Yeah, if you three are dead, then yeah, she probably totally dark side.
2: Okay, yeah. Samuel. What if we're fighting Samuel? Yeah. What if the 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 power of the Kalar goes to his head and he starts rampaging and you're fighting Samuel.
3: And the th- other three are dead? Yep. She will fight him. But will you go dark with Isabella to get power to fight him? Potentially. Go deeper Ooh, in the dark. Shakara slinks
2: yeah. away to team up with Izzy Yeah. That's, what, come I, back. Yeah. that's, what, I, that's what I thought. You'd, you'd run to Isabella.
4: And then Shakara and Izzy are the baddies... You know, yeah, for the, the next, next set campaign. of adventures, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
5: I'd,
0: I'd play that <laughs> game. So I think good. if Mia
4: died, because it's not, it's no longer who would stay, but I think Mia has this faith that like Brawn or her family or a paladin, like someone would like save her, revive her, bring her back, and she'd be willing to come back and be like a protector of a spar if she feels called to that, which is interesting. I don't know. She feels a little bit undefeatable. Like, she knows she could die, but she doesn't think she'd be dead for long. I don't know. Her dad's a god. <laughs> I, I don't know. She's a little fool of herself in an okay way. That's okay to play, I
3: think. Oh, gosh. If, they, if the three of them were dead, though, what would I do? The three of us are dead, and Izzy was the one that killed us.
4: Oh. I would just keep fighting Izzy, I
3: guess. The three of us were dead, and the yogi killed us. Like, a number of Neogi. A lot of them.
2: And you're getting sworn by a oh, hundred
3: yeah. by of but Rami. I
4: vow to avenge you.
2: And, uh, at, the to- at the top of Mount Necrosis. At the ledge about to be cast over and swarming Neogi <laughs> coming towards you. snow bloom in hand.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Other than the consumable, I mean, I have enough spell slots to revive all you guys. If it was within a minute. But it is touch, so that's the issue. Is like,
1: who would you choose?
4: Trying to f- for an action. <laughs> yeah, who do I revive first? That is actually interesting. If I had to revivify one of you three first, who would it be?
2: Well, they only come back with one hit point.
4: Oh, so yeah, whoever can heal themselves or has healing potions on them. Oh, I, guess, I if can I do that.
3: I can heal myself.
4: <laughs> yeah, Shakara. Then I bring back Shakara first. <laughs> Shaft second because he can do some damage, and then Fallsir. Sorry,
5: <laughs> but I can hold my breath That
2: underwater. is true. You swam
4: fast. I would probably, I would probably steal Denny first and be like, "Help me."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I think uh I think that Denny has grown attached enough to and that if it was just Fallsy left and Denny was out of the bag, he'd be nudging the hell out of him to get the fuck out of dodge. He
3: needs yeah. you to keep him warm. Yeah. How does a broom get Slide cold? Slide
2: underneath his shirt, lift him up, and then. Take him away. So if you, if Denny can get the chills, what else do you think Denny can feel? Mm. Mm. Oh my!
4: The warmth of a fire. Oh my! <laughs>
2: the, the love of a good pets woman. From Pals
4: <laughs> Pals the feel Pals of the wind. Of of it's the love of a good wizard. The warmth <laughs> of a crotch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Falls well, balls. Well, sometimes
5: you, ball, when you're on yeah. a long flight, <laughs> you have. To
2: you have to pass gas.
0: And
4: Ooh, the warmth of the hot it's fart. Just the way it goes. I'm sorry, Denny.
2: <laughs> Nothing worse than this—like sitting on a sitting on a warm toilet seat. You sit on a warm, warm magic broom. Yeah. It's like, oh,
0: girl.
3: <laughs> All right. On that note.
4: Yeah, I
1: think that that, was like great. that wrapped it up.
3: <laughs> warm toilet seat. The end. We didn't even talk about shaft going in the hole.
2: Yeah, we sort of talked about him getting pulled out. <laughs> it's pretty self, self-explanatory.
0: <laughs> oh, that was the other thing.
2: So in that large tent, there was a huge mama basilisk that you avoided. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. I wonder if Shaft didn't have that last pass out trace to pop. If you would have gotten away <laughs> without waking up mama. We
1: got what we came for. There was no point in screwing around in, the, uh, in that zone, right? I mean, that was oh, nothing yeah, but sure. getting stoned there.
4: <laughs> and stomp. We we're all pretty surprised we didn't have combat we were we were all expecting yeah it.
5: i thought for sure we were gonna trip up and those basilisk were gonna find us and attack us
4: leland thought we were gonna die he had wine ready
2: <laughs> there was a lot of them in that camp yeah that would have been <laughs> there, there was a lot yeah camp.
4: i wonder if we should like tweet out the picture of the map that like if, it was yeah, a pretty if, big area
2: if there was if and this is just random. If there were thirty tents, there were probably basilisks in at least twenty-two. Oh my god! Of them.
4: Damn, it was a pretty big yeah. map.
2: There was no other way. There was no there other was way. There was a lot of them, and they. I don't know how that fight would have went because, I guess you were all still hurting. They they would go down pretty easy, but like if they started to petrify you, oh yeah, it's like we a, it's, gone like down a two, too. it's like a two save process mm. to mm. prevent yourself from getting petrified. If you fail the first, you start and you're like restrained, and then your second one you're mm.
0: okay.
4: Yeah, I had pretty much my hammer at that point in first level spell slots, so. I was tired if you if you didn't know that. Really? <laughs> <laughs>
5: you don't say.
3: Another six in the bucket.
1: Another six down. Alright, I've been John and Shaft.
3: I've been Emily and Shakara. I'm Elena, I play Mia. I've
2: been Bill and Falzerin. And I'm Leland Steele. Happy adventuring!
3: I've thought about messaging Leland several times about it and haven't. I think I
0: already told you. I want. I'm
1: sorry. Good. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were continuing. <laughs> I thought you were stopping.
2: Falzern, could, could, could you smooth things over here, not? It's getting a little tense. Now
0: look, it's,
5: everyone can have their turn to talk.
4: Stop okay. making Shakara yell. Oh, sorry. I thought that was my job to say that. I'll be quiet.
0: <laughs> I'm
3: going to open my mouth now. You ready? <laughs> That's what <Okay>. she said.
0: <laughs> All right. That's far too easy.